Elliot Goldstein is hosting a radio and podcast show out of New Mexico called NMDJ Presents Fly on the Wall. We are building a fresh, fabulous podcast library of musicians, writers, artists, and all good people of note, with many new and exciting guests to come. We are listener-funded. If you would like to assist our Venmo info is New Mexico DJ service. The PayPal info is New Mexico DJ service at gmail.com. We appreciate your help. We would like to thank Alan Gower for the intro music. Enjoyed the show. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Fly on the Wall podcast. I'd like to tell you how I got started. Um, I really had no idea on um, the beginnings of what had even where to start. And I stumbled upon Anchor by Spotify. And it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And I'll explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And um, when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast automatically on listening platforms. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on other uh, platforms. And it, Anchor made it so simple. And um, it's all in one place. Everything you need to make a podcast, you can find in one place. And um, the amazing part is it's all free. So um, there is no uh, downside to any of this. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. And again, it's the Anchor app or anchor.fm. And it's real easy to get started. And um, thank you for listening to Fly on the Wall and uh, back to the show. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Not Your Mother's Radio is proud to have Thray Gunn on tonight as guest DJ. A native Texan who now resides in Seattle, Washington, Thray began his musical life at the age of seven playing classical piano. His interest in music grew through various instruments, electric bass, electric and acoustic guitar, keyboards, and the touch guitar. He moved to Eugene, Oregon, and played in punk bands while he completed a degree in classical music composition at the University of Oregon. He then moved to New York City, where his professional career began. He spent some time as a student of guitar craft with founder Robert Fripp and appeared on several Robert Fripp and the League of Crafty Guitarists recordings. From 1988 to 1991, he toured playing Chapman Stick in the UK and Europe, with Toya Wilcox, Robert Fripp, and Paul Beavis, at first under the band project name Fripp, 
Fripp who by the second tour became Sunday all over the world. They recorded and released one album in 1991 entitled Kneeling at the Shrine. In the same year and with the Sunday all over the world lineup, he also played Stick on the solo Toil album Ophelia's Shadow, produced by Toya who was to later guest on his album, The Third Star. In 1992, he was asked to join David Sylvian and Robert Fripp in a collaborative project that toured the United States, Europe, and Japan. The band released The First Day and Damage, a live recording from the Royal Albert Hall in London. During this period Gunn also recorded his first solo album 1000 Years. So here we go and I'm sure the Trey's DJ set will be one to remember. Stay safe and be kind to one another. Good evening everybody, special guest tonight, Mr. Trey Gunn. And Trey's going to be doing a DJ set and um, I believe most of it is going to be um, based on some of the stuff he's had the pleasure of working on, stuff that he's been involved with, and it's just going to be a cool night. I actually got to listen to uh, most of the tracks this afternoon, and I'm a big Trey Gunn fan, so I have a lot of this stuff, and um, I'm pretty familiar with most of it. But um, I'd like to introduce Trey to everybody. Good evening, sir. Hey there. Yeah, good. The second there, I thought your intro was going to go through every single record I played on. It was like, well, that's going to take an hour. Well, it was going It was going to, and then I realized it was going to take an hour. So what I'm going to do is I have a packet here. If anybody wants to, a discography of Trey's stuff, um, give me a call, and I'll, I'll get one off to you through um, emails. Um, so what I, what I didn't realize, I did realize it, but just kind of clipped in today, you work with Toyer as well as Robert. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you, yeah. you actually worked yeah, her, with... Her, uh, you know, I can almost say her record, Ophelia's Shadow, was kind of the first big, big... Uh, it wasn't a big production, but it was on EG Records. It was the, kind of the first yeah. uh, record I really sunk my teeth into. Cool. And, uh, and my he... buddy Tony Duvall, who lives in New York, and we played in my band. And yeah, and EG, EG was... Uh, was that owned by uh, Eno? Was that Eno's label? Or... It wasn't owned by him, but he... he he and Robert and um, were on it. Uh, the Crimson Discipline era, Crimson was on it, but also uh, Roxy Music. Right. You know, it was a pretty, pretty happening album. Yeah. Records around it. Right, right. That right. maybe even some you know solo stuff. I can't really remember, but I, I believe so. Editions, EG. Yeah, I think um, like the Frippin' Eno stuff was on it. Uh, you know, yeah. no, yeah. no pussyfoot and things like that. Um, okay, well, tonight's your night, and um, how you doing out there? Everybody's staying safe, I hope, right? I am, and the, the, the weather is shockingly good right now. Yeah, here Usually too. Halloween is pouring rain, and then it just starts raining, and right. it's been funny and nice. Cool. And um, you, um, how, how's the course doing? I know you're giving that course now. Yeah, I've been teaching, uh, well, leading a, a study a study group of close to like 90, 95 people. Yesterday, last night we had a Zoom call with everybody, and uh, most everybody. And we were trying to find out who was the farthest away. From, you know, the yeah. closest was Vancouver, but the, you know we got uh, a guy from Moscow, uh, somebody from Serbia, and then uh, um, one guy piped up and said, "No, no, no, Western Australia." Wow, that's pretty so. cool. So if your stuff's in Russia, they're probably bootlegging it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be uh, that's pretty cool. So, um, 
you're going to be doing your DJ set tonight, and I want to tell everybody um, what your, um, you know, what the formula is. What we're going to be listening to. Well, I believe everything is on my label. I have a label called Seven D Media that I kind of started, uh, kind of by default, maybe probably twenty years ago. Uh-huh. Um, just to put my stuff out, and it just kind of grew. I, I built a, a conduit with uh, physical distribution in the states, and then digital distribution worldwide. And I just kind of kept having uh, uh, brother and sister folks who I worked with uh, professionally to the side who had a had a record, and we put it out on the label. And it's kind of grown to I don't know hundred hundred records now. Um, and there's a, a quite a variety of stuff. Um, all my stuff and all my projects that, that you know, with with Pat Masolato from Crimson and Marcus Reuter, and um, but I have a lot of uh, a lot of other stuff. Um, some of it I played on, and some of it I didn't. I think everything I put on the list tonight I played on, except for uh, uh, Crystal Beth, who's okay. a friend of mine I've, I've worked with, but uh, right. I'm not on her record. So yeah. And um, is that the piece that uh, came from Russia? No, that's Ina. Ina, Ina Zelenia. Uh, yeah, she. I met Ina. Um, well, I've been. I there was a period there where I went to Russia like once or twice a year. Maybe I've been there maybe ten or twelve times, and oh. I, I met Ina the first or second time. And I played on a couple of her. Pat and I played on one of her records over there, and then we kind of started collaborating, and then. Um, she had a record and had me play on it and then we put it out here oh. as well. Yeah. Okay. And you're still pretty tight with Pat, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He's a great yeah. guy. Great, great drummer. We tease, each other. we tease each other all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely a good, definitely a killer drummer, man. He's, he's, he, he uh, knows how to play those skins. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so um, let's get started. We'll, we'll take some breaks in between and um, um, you, you will introduce the first tune. I was looking at, I was trying to find my list that I sent you. Let's see if I have, do I have it or? Hume is the first tune. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, so do you want to introduce them as one by one as we go? Or are yeah, you going to yeah, do two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about them in between. Okay. And, uh, so uh, this first track, you know, it's so, I think I only picked like three or three or four of my tunes and it's so hard to pick because there's so much. And also there's live versions and studio versions. And I was going back and forth with this one because there's a live version and a studio version, but I decided to go with the studio version. Uh, Kuma is a track on, on this recording. I had a, a, a fairly involved uh, partnership with a percussionist drummer named Bob Muller when I lived in New York and Bob and I played together and recorded together for a long time. And, um, we made this in his studio. Bob uh, is now married. At the time, he wasn't, um, but he's been married to uh, our singer for the security project, Happy Roads, for many, many years. So uh-huh. Bob's a. Uh, we just been circling each other for a long time. So this track is kind of quintessential uh, kind of playing. I one one of the styles of playing I do on my instrument, where it's multi multi hand. Tapping okay. in different time signatures and groovy, lots of tabla and percussion and drums. And it's uh, just kind of quintessential of this certain style of thing okay. that I do. You actually uh, picked the live version of it. but Oh, did I? But yeah, but I have the studio version here. So Let's do the studio version. The live yeah. version is cool. Yeah. But the studio version is, uh, it's just different. It's a little tighter and uh, okay. different. Okay, here we go. And this one is 
Kuma and um, Trigo. <laughs>
Okay, tell me that wasn't a killer tune, Kuma, and that was from um, Trey Gunn's album, The Third Star, right? Exactly. That's The Third Star, and uh, that was the studio version, and um, I actually listened to the live version today, and um, very, very close, but the live version seems to have a little more grit to it, a little heavier. Yeah, well, it's... it's uh... It's uh, certainly the drums are, are gutsier, and then there's the four piece. So Tony Jabal, who I mentioned, uh-huh. uh, he plays guitar, and then my buddy Joe Mendelson played. Uh, he plays second war guitar, uh-huh. and uh, and the solos are more stretched out. And then um, and actually, we filmed that 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 comes from a live performance. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that, that's out on DVD, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. or at this point. I don't know, YouTuber. I, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. No, it's on DVD. And yeah. um, um, what I wanted to ask you is, what is the uh, difference between a war guitar and uh, and a stick? Is there... Right. Well, for for uh, the the kind of lay audience, not much difference. Right. Uh, the, the, I mean, the, the, the instruments are built to be tapped. Uh, so you it only takes one finger to make a sound. So you have both hands on the fretboard and you tap it like a piano um kind of eddie van halen style so they're both they're both like that and also um both instruments normal configuration is uh there's a bass set of strings and a guitar set of strings you can have a bass side and a guitar side Uh um the the war guitar is uh it's kind of like a cross between a stick and a and a super high-end bass on steroids Okay. So it has a body. It looks more like a look, looks like, looks more like a bass yeah. electric guitar, um, and the stick is uh, more of a stick. So and uh, so, so, so very similar, but in, okay. in other ways different. Yeah. So the war guitars actually has a deeper bottom to it. Yeah, it does. the 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 thing is heavier and denser, and there's a lot more wood, which it turns out uh-huh. uh, it makes a big a big difference. And and I particularly like. Uh, um, uh, a very specific kind of wood called padauk, which is this red, red wood. And if you see the pictures of my instruments, it's, yes, it gets redder and it gets darker and darker over time. And it has a it has a rich kind of a growly tone in the cool. low end. Wow. Um, Mark hated working with it because it's actually toxic. Yeah. You have to you have to wear a mask and you have to cover everything because the dust is toxic. Oh, really? But uh, you know, he made them for me, so I'm I'm happy. Wow. And you um. So, yeah. So the war guitar is your is your go to, right? That's your yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, so the next tune is, is "Slow Burn," and this is real yeah. interesting. This is from the Security Project. Yeah, and I picked this track because it's a rather unusual uh, Peter Gabriel track. Yeah, it's not a track that I knew. Jerry Jerry wanted to play it. Uh, the Security Project is uh, dedicated to old Peter Gabriel music. Uh, not Genesis. Well, we do a couple of Genesis tunes, but mostly the 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 Gabriel stuff from the second, third, fourth records. And um, I did not know Slow Burn. And when Jerry played it for me, I, the first time he played it for me, I thought, I, I don't know if I get this tune. I didn't quite. I didn't get. I wasn't there at the time for that. I, yeah. I jumped on Peter's wagon the third with the third record, the Melting right. Face record. Um, but then, like another year later, we listened to it again when we had finally had Happy as a singer, and I thought, wow. You know, if we could really, if we could do this one, it could be really cool. Right. And so, I thought I'd pick that one because it's a it's a more unusual Peter tune. Yeah, that's a great tune, and also um, 
that's just a great concept that um, you're doing all of these Peter Gabriel tunes. I mean, there's, yeah. there's a lot yeah. there to do, but um, you, you, have, you have so much of your own stuff to do. How did you pick Gabriel to kind of... It, it was it wasn't something that either we didn't exactly search it out. It was just kind of the opportunity presented to us. And Jerry and I both didn't think it would work. Uh-huh. Um, but when we got together and played it, it actually really worked. Good. And for me, it was kind of an opportunity to uh, look under the hood at these pieces that I've always loved. But I wasn't I just listened to them as a, as a fan. And then now to go under the, under the hood and see yeah. how it's put together musically. And since um, we have a 30 years advantage of technology, we're actually able to do some of the material um, in kind of a, we're, we're able to do two things. We're able to do some of the material in an authentic way that even Peter couldn't do at the time. Right. Because he didn't have the technology to do, uh, to do San Jacinto as, as kind of as well as we could, to be honest. Yeah. And then we also had a f- certain kind of freedom that we weren't Peter, that we could actually tear some of the tracks apart and do other unusual things to them, which we, um, we did. We even mix, uh, one of the tunes. Well, we do, uh, we take games without frontiers and tear it up and mix it with a, a track from, uh, the last temptation uh-huh. soundtrack. Wow. So we're, we're able to kind of, uh, you know, treat them as sacred relics and then also trash them <laughs> and yeah, turn them yeah, into new yeah. things. And you, you were, um, you're lucky enough to be in that same, um, kind of wheelhouse as Fripp and Gabriel and stuff. You yeah. Know, you, and Tony. Yeah. And Tony. And I mean, uh, the, the, the thing is those, those early Gabriel records was really where Tony first kind of discovered the crazy stuff you could do with the low end of the stick. Yeah. And there's some really iconic playing that, um, you know, some of that stuff I didn't mess with. Although we do a version of I Don't Remember where we totally changed it now. And yeah. I'm not, I'm barely playing Tony's awesome bass, uh, bass stick line. Yeah, Tony's a great, great uh, player. Great player. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I've seen him work with giant bands and I've, uh, I've actually uh, saw him play at BB King's with Pat and the California Guitar Trio. Yeah, so, I mean, he goes from you know huge, huge sounds to, and the Levin brothers. Yeah, and the Levin brothers, Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah Peter yeah. and Tony. Yeah. Okay, well, let's go. Let's get this one up and running.
senses. Sweet kisses of flames all out of your lips. You're back telling me you're a popular. Chance to move, I take a shot. I get cold, you get hot. We look outside, lying awake. See birds breaking surface on a silent lake. But don't get me wrong, hey, I'll be strong when I'm back from the Isle of Avalon. But don't get me wrong, hey, I'll be strong when the slow. That's Slow Burn from um, the CD Slow Burn, and that's by the Security Project. And Trey, all these uh, pieces can be um, ordered through your site, right? Yeah, yeah, they're all, all, all of them are available digitally, and uh, most of the stuff that we're playing tonight, I think it's all on CD as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of it is. Um, I don't know about all of it, but a lot of it is. And um, so what are you doing these days besides the class? Are you doing any recording? I am doing recording. I'm doing, uh, I'm actually, I've been archiving um, 
I've been going through the back of my closet. Oh, yeah, you're telling me. You, yeah, I saw the uh, the thing you posted. You're actually baking your cassettes. Baking cassettes, uh, which you wouldn't no, – nobody really knew we could do that. And I thought, well, these these cassettes are so trash that I'm going to try to bake them. And I, I baked them. That was the dried fruit I was eating too because I <laughs> bought a dehydrating, okay. dehydrating fruit and baking cassettes. Um, and, yeah, I have a stash here of like 100 and um, – goes back to 1977 and then i i thought i was getting um i thought i was getting somewhere and then i found another box of another hundred so i i i'm 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 a little bit of a in a you know in a knot work of i got to get through this and just get it all digitized and then get back to writing again yeah yeah wow and uh, so i'm teaching the course and i and i and i i coach I coach uh, a group. I co- coach individual musicians as well during the week, and a uh, little bit of playing. Not much playing right now because I'm I'm digitizing, which can take me. I don't know. Last week I did like 13 hour days of just sitting mm-hmm. here watching the cassettes go by, right. and catching them if they stick. I back up and yeah. So what? Um, those cassettes. I guess they're from all phases of your career. Yeah, I, I, most of it is quite quite early on and I I'm kind of doing a little survey of myself, which I, I never thought I would be interested in this, but actually it's been really fascinating to um, look back to um, well, I, I, I have the very first multi-track thing I ever recorded with a, a friend of mine when I was down in Texas on four track cassette and it's pretty good actually. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm bringing them in. I'm going to clean them up now. You know, I'm kind of, I'm glad I waited until now to do this because the forensics for right. getting the noise out and cleaning up is just phenomenal. Right. And then I'm, I'm, I'm planning on making a kind of an archive site of, of the different, uh, I had different projects. I had a punk band called punishment farm. I had a, another prog rock band called the Ma- magic. If I had a bunch of solo stuff and just weird experimental stuff, whole bunch of vocal stuff, a whole bunch of instrumental stuff. I have my, my senior recital from when I was in college, which is all classical music. And so I'm going to, at some point I'm going to put, make all that available. That that's a whole nother process. I just got to get it off these old tapes, 40 year old sets. Now you were actually in a punk band when you were studying classical music. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, that was my way of getting a broad education. Yeah. And how did that kind of, I guess you had to use both sides of your brains for that one. <laughs> I, I, guess. I just, you know, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I just wanted to do it all, you know, yeah. and I, and I loved, you know, I loved Iggy pop as much as I, as I like Stravinsky. So yeah. 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 Now yeah. you don't have to choose at the time. You really kind of had to choose, but I, I didn't. So right now it's no big deal. Everybody, everybody likes everything, but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But to actually be playing it, you, you know, you kind of, yeah. you know, to do punk and then go go sit down behind a piano and play classical. That's a exactly. whole different uh, mindset. That's pretty cool, though. Um, your next tune is from the Deep Energy Orchestra. Yes, that's a project here. Um, one of the very rare, maybe the only rare, the, the, the rare project that's actually in my own town. Uh-huh. Um, Jason Everett is uh, the guy who writes the music and kind of runs the project. Um, pretty much runs the project here in town and um, he's a bass player and an amazing writer. And the music is very uh, heavily in the Indian music influenced. And we have um, on this recording, we have um, a tabla player, um, 
we have a, one of the amazing percussionists, one of the most amazing percussionists I've ever worked with, Selva Ganesh, who played with McLaughlin in oh. Shakti. His father was in the original Shakti in the 70s. Oh, really? And then, then Selva, Selva came uh, later. Selva's incredible. And then we have um, uh, Indian violinist Radhika Iyer from, from San Francisco. And then we have a, a, a small string trio from in town of violin, viola, and cello. Right. And the cello, Phil played uh, on Visions of the Emerald Beyond. Oh, really? Yeah, Mahavishnu. And some other Mahavishnu. I, I, I don't know the whole story. So this is a project that uh, Jason put together with a grant at a, a, a local arts uh, organization here in town. And we met together and pretty much recorded the record on the second day of meeting and, and working out the tunes. And uh, this is a tune called The Return, and um, <laughs> that's that's all I have to say about it. Well, playing we played several shows. We did a <clears throat> our last group of shows we did with a twenty-one piece orchestra here in town. Okay. <clears throat> so. And then there's a seven-string violin in this too, right? Yeah, that's that's Radhika's violin, electric yeah. violin. She plays seven-string electric, and you'll you'll hear her solo in this. Yeah, and this that, and this is from Playing with Fire. Yeah. Okay. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours.
Turn from uh, the release Playing with Fire by the Deep Energy Orchestra, which is um, incredible. It has that um, um, great, great Indian influence sound to it. It's just um, a great, great tune. And uh, yeah. anything else we need to know about that? Or we covered it all? Um, we have two records. The, the project has two records out. The, um, the newer records. Well, I was going to say it's even cooler. I, I can't say that. They're they're just too uh-huh. too awesome records. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and um, has a shakti sound to it. Little uh... yeah, a little more little. There, this one, this tune um, definitely has a, uh, a heavy uh, Indian vibe. Some of the other ones have uh, um, kind of a heavier prog vibe. And there's a couple mm-hmm. where I really cut loose on the guitar solo that that. Uh-huh. So, uh, Strange combination with Selva on drums, and uh, it's really cool. Yeah, wow, great, great tunes. Really uh, cool live, really cool live, because yeah. it's like anywhere between 8 and 11 people on stage. Well, and um, obviously nobody's going anywhere now, but um, once so we can go again, um, you're planning on hitting the road again, right? Well, there's always plans. Yeah, 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 I know we can't do anything now, assuming that we... We wake up to a perfect world tomorrow. I mean, everybody's going to be so excited to be on to be out playing live again as soon as we can. It's yeah. probably going to you're not going to be able to hold anybody back. Right, right, and it's going to be a, a learning curve. Everybody's going to have to play, uh, you know, seats empty in between seats. It's going to be uh, going to be different. It's yeah. going to be different. I, you know, I, I'm not going to be so excited to shake everyone's hand. And if I'm no. eating food, don't talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is going to be. A little bizarre. You know what it's going to be like. It's going to be. It's going to be different. It's yep. going to be different. Definitely. Um, but you know, we adapt. It's funny how we adapt. We do. We do. Yeah, we, do. we, do. we We're adapt. Out, yeah. Okay, Crystal Beth is up next. Crystal Beth, my buddy Beth. 
Uh, she is here in town. She, I met Beth. She was helping manage and book shows for this multimedia project I had um, back in the mid-2000s called Quodia. And she plays clarinet, and she evolved. She has several different projects, but this is a, a p particular project where she's mostly mostly solo, but sometimes she has a, one or two people join her, uh, called Crystal Beth. And it's just her with her... Uh, clarinet singing and a beatbox. Well, you should beatbox it into loops. And do you? Um, and it's also on the label. Yeah, yeah. And do you do you notice that a lot of musicians now have more than one project running? Yeah, of course. You got to. Yeah. You have to. Do yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. It's also also there's a great freedom to having um, uh, different projects, and especially if they're very different from each other, because then you don't. Uh, you don't feel like you have to cram all your eggs into the same omelet. Yeah. All your, you know, yeah. today you have a mushroom omelet. Tomorrow you're going to have ham and cheese. You know, right. um, it, it, it. I think it gives the music freedom to be what it is instead of being kind of forced into. I can only make one record this year, so I want all, I want all my goodies there. Yeah, screw that. You know, I'll do I'll do a solo thing here. I'll do a duo thing here. I'll play with 19 people over there all right uh -huh. like this and i think it's i think that's really good for the the music yeah and and um like an artist like you you're 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 um you're well known people know trey gun you're not afraid to cannibalize some of the other stuff you're doing there's enough um no good no i'm not worried about that you know so it's a whole just... different it's a whole different mindset in music marketing now yeah, I mean, you you just uh, you just kind of take the temperature, and if it feels right, you go there. Uh -huh. I, I, you know, yeah, I used to know an artist. Uh, his name was Tony Levin. I don't know if you know Tony. Uh, not, I'm sorry, not Tony Levin. His name was uh, Jackie Levin. Okay. okay. No, I don't know. Him. He was a folk guy from um, not you know not a folksy, but you know, acoustic. He played in England, and he went to a record label, and they said he said I have two albums that I want to put out this year, and this was maybe five six years ago. And they said to him, you're not allowed to do two albums, one album a year. So they made him do the second album under a different name. Right, right. You know, and, and that's, uh, another way, that's another way of doing it. Um, uh, you know, we just, you, 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 you just make another project with another name. Yeah, but, know, but, but, a, but a guy like you, you know, Trey Gunn, that, that, that uh, carries a lot of weight on, an, on a release. Well, especially to you. I mean, you have a, a fan base. It may not be, you know, the same size fan base as the Rolling Stones, but you have dedicated followers. Yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. you know, and if and if you're on a release, I'm more likely to, you know, hunt it down and get it. Right. right. But, you know, right. Yeah. So, you know, that's why you don't want to take your name out of it. OK, so this one, after all that nonsense, I just put Trey through is Crystal Beth. Go fast. And it's from the release called Push Through. I'm 
Go Fast. That's from the release Push Through by Crystal Beth. And that's on, um, you know, that, that that's on the uh, 7D uh, label, right? Correct. And um, yeah. Beth has kind of been putting out a, a, a single almost every month since the, since the quarantine, since this record. Really? Uh, we made this record in, uh, uh, on CD and vinyl. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I see. There's two vinyls on the re- actually three vinyls. I I, I work with an electronic music label out of England called uh, Den Records, which is Ian Body and a lot of um, uh, modular synthesizer analog stuff. And he has one vinyl record. Beth has a vinyl record, and then the Swiss band Sonar uh, has a vinyl record with David Torn produced uh, uh-huh. by Bill Laswell. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, vinyls. Is David living in Seattle too? No, David lives in Wood, Woodstock oh, okay. or around. He's still yeah. Okay, still yeah. Woodstock. Okay, cool. His son, you know, his son was out here. I don't know if he still lives out here, and I haven't met his son, but I, I, I know him online. Uh-huh. He was out here. Okay, yeah. uh, so that was "Go Fast" again from put by um, the releases pushed through, and that was Crystal Beth on uh, vocals and clarinets, and um, we're going to go to a two now. By Alonso Ariola and myself, yes. meaning Trey Gunn. So it's Trey and Alonso. Yeah, this is uh, actually today is Alonso's birthday. So we're going to give Alonso a birthday shout out. Happy Alonso birthday, on- Alonso. Dio de los Muertos is is a big deal. And Alonso lives in Mexico City. So he's okay. uh, he's, uh, he's an old friend, uh, amazing bass player. Uh, this was one of his earlier solo projects and i played on it and then um the solo project is available on 7d but also i put it on i put this track out on uh i, I made a compilation record of a bunch of my session work uh-huh. and some of my solo records and, and this track is on it alonso and i have a, a um a performing project with a third bass player michael manring who's an amazing solo bassist yeah and we call it three below and we've done a few shows in the northwest but mostly we've been uh, doing shows down in uh, Mexico. Oh, really? And so uh, this track, if I remember correctly, Alonso recorded a, a a guy shouting about the devil in the in the market square. Cool. And then he made a he made a track around that. Wow. And um, this is from the album. I'll tell you. I'll tell what I saw. And that's your anthology disc. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a double disc, right? 
Yep. Double CD, and it's great. I mean, I, I you know, it's one of my go-tos. And, um, you know, if you guys, I know everybody knows who Trey is, if you're, if you're a prog follower, if you're into King Crimson. But um, some of the newer guys out there who are listening to some of this stuff for the first time, Trey has an incredible, incredible uh, catalog of uh, music. And uh, make sure you get your butts over to a Bandcamp, you know, the 7D website, and check them out because they're, it'll, it'll change your musical life. It really will. And this one is uh, Val El Diablo by uh, Trey and Alonso. And here we go.
we were talking about some stuff. What was it like working with Fripp? Uh, you know, I've known Robert so long now yeah. at this point yeah. and we played together for 20 years. It's, um, it, it basically it was great. And I, I don't want to say every project was different, but in a way every project was, was kind of unique. Cause we just kind of poured ourselves into that. We poured a, you know, when we were playing with uh, Sunday all over the world with his wife, Toya, we poured mm. ourselves into that kind of thing. And then with David Sylvian, we poured ourselves into that and with Crimson, this and that. And yeah. And you, yeah. and you studied with him first. Yeah. 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 And is that as intense as the uh, rumors are led out to? Be- um, I would say, yeah. 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 It was, it was for me at the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mid eighties. I mean, I, uh, I met him in 85, I think. Um, and then by 87, 88, we were playing together professionally. Yeah. And, um, I mean, the, the stories that came out of that stuff was, you know, he has you guys uh, working in his house and stuff, and, and you're doing all kinds of crazy things for him. Uh, well, I don't know about for him, but uh, part, of the, part of the work was um, – kind of blending the group of musicians together so we all live together and uh-huh. we also cook, cook together and ran the kitchen and ran the house together well, you did as part of the uh kind of gelling the whole vibe together cool yeah yeah it's pretty interesting and uh, yeah because you know the, the you know the, the um the rumors came out you know you guys had to clean his house and do, you know cook for him and take care of robert <laughs> like this I can make your toilet spotless. Let's yeah. put it like that. <laughs> that. Oh, so it is true. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. That's incredible. Wow. Maybe I could send my wife to work with him a bit. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a course coming up next. There was a course that was supposed to be going on right now yeah. up in New York, but they canceled it. And it's going next year. So, Wow. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, what are you up to? The fifth spin of the sun, and it's you and Pat. Yeah. Uh, this one, you know, it's, uh, Pat's not actually on this recording. It's a tune. This is a tune off my record music for picture, which is a collection of rather short pieces of music that were, um, used in, um, one of my favorites, lot, one of my favorites. Work. And this is a tune that Pat and I, uh, eventually took and used in our live show for two, but I thought we'd do, I thought we'd just play this, the studio version. It's mm-hmm. short and gets to the point. Yeah, and this is one of my favorite albums. I love this album. And um, here we go. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's Bacon or Sausage Egg and Cheese Biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's Breakfast Biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's Bacon or Sausage Egg and Cheese Biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours.
Okay, that's this is off of one of my favorite albums, Music for Pictures, and that's uh, this is Trey's The Fifth Spin of the Sun, and um, don't forget, um, you know, you get them all in the same place. Check out Bandcamp. Check out the Trey Gunn site. There's some great, great, great music up there, and um, you know, there's T-shirts, all kinds of neat stuff, and uh, it's a good place to uh, uh, you know help out musicians and you know not only Trey but the guys who are on his label as well and um, it's 7dmedia.com if you're looking for um, the website to see what's going on and um, you know just history and things like that and um, the next tune we're coming up to is um, Matt A. Henderson Marco Miniman and Trey yeah he just pronounces it Matt he just likes to spell it goofy oh okay Okay. Um, Matt is a guitar player I've known for a long time. I met Nat, Matt um, actually when I was in Woodstock uh, rehearsing with David Sylvian and Fripp for the record we made uh, the first day. I met Matt. Um, he was playing with uh, another Matt, Matt Chamberlain. Okay. Amazing, amazing yeah. drummer. Right. And uh, Matt and I just stayed in touch. And then eventually he was working on a record. And I kind of said, Matt, man, you should think about putting it out on the label here. And when he got the record done, we, we talked it and sorted it out, and that's what we did. And uh, this record, Matt's worked with uh, Modeski of Modeski, Martin Wood, uh-huh. and Screaming Headless Torsos, and <clears throat> Natalie Merchant, and Mick Karn from Japan. Oh, really? <clears throat> and this record is kind of a, a, a collection of uh, – Marco Minimum plays drums on most all of it. I think Pat plays on one or two tones. Right. Tony Levin plays on it. David Torn. Oh, well. Um, here, David Torn plays – sing says vocals on it. Really? <laughs> okay. And uh, uh, Mary Pastorius, which I think is Jaco's son, is on it. Wow. And so this this track, I believe it's mostly Matt, myself, and uh, Marco Minimum, amazing, amazing yeah. drummer. Before we go into this, I have a quick question. When you were, um, learnt, when you were um, going through your studies with uh, Fripp, were the, were the um, guitar trio with you, the guys from the um, California guitar trio? Yeah, I knew those guys right – yeah, I, I we were all um, – showed up pretty much during the same time period. Yeah. And I knew those guys. um, And then they formed their trio together kind of after I was not quite involved in guitar trap directly. And then uh, we established a a five piece group with the three of them, myself and Fripp called Uh the the string quintet. Yeah. Yeah. And I found a bunch of, bunch of bootlegs and yeah. cassette recordings of I that some, stuff. I have some too if you need any. Yeah. And then they've gone on to do all sorts of stuff. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I told you earlier, I saw them uh, play with Pat and uh, Tony yeah. Levin, at, mm-hmm. you know, back when I was still in New York. Okay, so um, Single Cell Shark and yeah. uh, Matt Henderson, and um, this is from the Veneer of Logic. Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours.
Matt Henderson uh, with uh, Marco Miniman and the Veneer of Logic is the name of the um, release. And this song is Single Cell Shark. Another great tune. I mean, you kind of know how to pick them. Matt has a crazy, he has a crazy vibe. Yeah. It's kind of a, a, it's kind of heavy and, and hilarious at the same time, I think. Yeah. It's, um, wow, that was really interesting. He likes, he likes the kind of, uh, it's almost electronic prog or something. Uh huh. Yeah. Punk, punk prog. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, um, I have another question. Maybe you could, maybe, you know, um, since you're in that whole world, Tony Levin, was he supposed to tour with John Lennon during that tour? That uh, you know, I don't together? know. I, actually, you, you, well, let's put it like that. I don't, I don't know, but I'm assuming cause he played on double fantasy, you know, yeah, yeah. usually what happens with Tony is when you, he plays on somebody's record, they don't want to go out without Tony. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, and then was John shot pretty quickly after that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, so that wouldn't surprise me if that's the story. I never, I never asked Tony that. I'll have to ask him sometime. And also, a Cheap Trick. The guys from Cheap Trick was supposed to be in that band. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I was supposed. To, I think Nielsen and um, um, did, does he play on that record? Are they? There's I, demos floating around of a Cheap Trick with Tony doing one or two uh, Lennon tunes. <laughs> okay. And they're a lot hotter than what came out on the album. They were incredible. Right. 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 And. Um, yeah, you could find them on YouTube. They were on. Yeah. They were some of the Lennon anthology albums. Have right, right, really, really good stuff. I don't know that story, but it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it's, you know, once you have Tony on your record, if you can keep him on, on in your stage show, you do it. And yeah. if you're John Lennon, you could probably figure out a way to make that work. Sure. Yeah, and um, it's amazing well, how many Tony's people. Very, Tony's very loyal to Peter. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 and. Um, it's funny, well, not funny, but um, Art Artie Cornfield. I thought you were going to say Artie Fufkin. No, Artie Cornfield, the guy who produced Woodstock. He was the, oh. he was the vice president of um, Capitol Records. He was the first guy to have vice president of of um, rock music title. Okay. Anyway, he did an album. Real, it's kind of oh, cheesy. It's not the greatest album ever made. But it was, I think it was called the Artie Cornfield Experience or Experiment or something. And that was Tony's, that was Tony Levin's first pain gig. Oh. Tony and Steve Gadd. That was their first pain gigs. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And and I bet you, I bet he's not going to talk about that a lot. <laughs> yeah, the 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 Artie Cornfield something. I don't know. It's funny because I'm. Well, when you get, have you had Tony yet? No, I'd love to get him. When you get Tony, ask him to tell you about Buddy Rich. Yeah. Yeah. Because he played with Buddy Rich. Did he? Well, yeah. I was under the... You remember that. You ask him and he'll tell you the story. Yeah. I heard that... What's that famous saying that uh, Buddy Rich could walk into an empty room and start a fight? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. You'll love this story. It's really good. Yeah. I know Sal Marquez, the horn player, used to play with Buddy Rich, too. He He wound up in Zappa's band afterwards. And oh, nice. uh, worked with Woody Herman and Buddy, and uh, then went up with Zappa. Um, okay, so these are all 7D media releases, guys, and uh, make sure you check out the site. And um, we're going to go to... One of my uh, tracks, I think. Yeah, yeah, Trey. This is Trey with Marco. The same, the same drummer, Marco Minimum. Yeah. And, uh, this is a very unusual record, and I 
I'm not going to tell you that it's an easy listen. This track is, yeah. but the record is that uh, the record has some serious challenges, uh, both for the musicians and for the audience. But hey, that's that's what we like as a challenge. The, this record, Modulator, was um, a project that Marco initiated. I was playing with Marco in UKZ with uh, Eddie Jobson and oh. Alex Makacek, and Marco was the drummer, and I had, didn't know Marco until I met. You know, I showed up at the rehearsals and phenomenal player, as many of us know now. Um, at the time, he 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 pitched this project to me that he's got this 51 minute drum solo and he's trying to get other musicians to make a record on top of his drum solo. Wow. And he wanted to know if I would make a 51 minute record on top of his 51 minute drum solo that he did in one take. Wow. And I said, no way. I do not want to do that. Yeah. He's like, but Alex Makachek is already making one and Mike Keneally's almost done with his uh -huh. and I've done one. And I, I thought, man, I just, I don't know what I would do. I don't know how I'd fit in with those guys. I don't know how this would work. And I just kind of kept saying no. And eventually he played something for me and said, you should just try it. And I was like, okay, I'll try the first eight minutes and make something and see if I can make it work. And dang it, if I didn't make something that was pretty cool. And I thought, I don't know if Marco will like it. I sent it to him and he loved it. So uh, pretty much it took the next two years of my life to figure out because the, 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 the kind of game was there's no editing of the drums. Right. You just have to take his solo as it is. And I think I ended up, Alex's record was Alex Makachek's record was called 24 tales. He ended up with 24 individual pieces, but they just run next right. to each other. And I must've ended up with 16 or 18 or 20. And, um, some of them, some of the pieces were super successful uh, musically and others were a little more challenging. And this is, I think, one of the most successful ones, uh, yeah. which is the final, the end of the record. And so it's is, the very end. Of the and drum this is solo. him. Yeah. And um, guys, if you, if you don't think you could do the 51 minute deal, it's all, this is also on. I'll tell what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, and also, I think you can even go and download the drum solo yourself and make your own record on it. Oh, uh, wow. At this point, there's like seven or eight different records made cool. entirely different records with the same drum solo, wow. same drum part. Okay, here we go. This is Trey Him and um, talk about it.
there's him. And um, what album did, did this come from? Uh, the record's called Modulator. Okay, and again, it's also on. I'll tell what I saw, in case yeah, uh, you know. I, you know, guys, I'm, I'm really pushing that record tonight because um, Trey has so many albums out there. I think you have what about. 14, 15 solo? Yeah, those are just the solo ones. Yeah, not the and that, side, that's not, not even the group project. stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot There's a lot to go through. Pick this one up and kind of get an idea of which um, which phase of of um, Trey's music kind of makes you, you know, makes it happen for you. And um, I have one more to play, and I just lost it. Let me find it here. And then we're going to have to let Trey go. He was kind enough to spend tonight with us. And, um, okay, here we go. The last tune is, uh, it's the uh, Russian woman, right? Ina Ina Zelenia. Ina Zelenia. And um, this one is, uh, well, you you tell us about it. The the record's called Cocoon. And... um, uh, this truck is called Drunk, and what's what's? What, I mean, Ina's really cool. She was in this band called the the Farlanders, which were kind of the first Russian kind of world music band with uh, a couple of really uh, famous world music. <laughs> you know, Russia is so different than he, here. They're like performers, but also scholars right. of of traditional. Russia is also so enormous that, you know, you can specialize in the music of Georgia or the, the you know, all these different, um, of course, Georgia is not part of Russia now, but, yeah, yeah. um, and so what, the, what she's done uh, what they did with Farlanders and also what she's done on some of her stuff is she's taken very old songs. I know that I think on this record or one of the other ones, there's some, um, Armenian songs that go back to the 12th century and redone them. Okay. And um, old lullabies and just strange folk songs recast in uh, sometimes super heavy vibe, sometimes a uh, more of a world music vibe. And um, okay. yeah. Okay. So this one's called Drunk. And do you want to say goodnight now? And I'll. Um... Let's say goodnight. Yeah. Well, this is a good one to say goodnight on. Yeah, it is. So uh, thanks. Thank you for having me. It's a uh, pleasure. And. Uh, yeah, it's interesting for me to revisit this stuff because I don't really listen to this stuff anymore. Well, I want to thank you because it's definitely interesting for us. And um, when um, when Trey's gone, I'm going to be playing some more music that he was involved in. So, guys, you know, stick with me. And uh, Trey, thank you. Stay safe out there. And um, we'll speak soon. Absolutely. Okay. All so right. Be good. And um, Cheers. I'll talk to you soon. And this one's wrong.
Incredible, and that was um, from the album Cocoon. It's called Drunk. Ina Zolanaya is the um, artist, and um, this is on um, uh, Trey Gunn's um, um, uh, uh, label. So, again, I want you guys to get down to 7D Media, check it out, and I want to thank Trey for spending the night with us. And I'm going to play something from the um, from King Crimson. This is my favorite King Crimson. Um, lineup i saw this band play in new york back uh god it had to be um i don't think of the year shortly but it was a while ago and it was the double trio um band and it consisted of uh fripp robert fripp adrian Ballou, trey gunn was in this band tony levin bill bruford and uh, pat uh, mustelotto and um, this one is called Dinosaur. Great, great tune. And um, I'll get back to you guys real soon after this one.
Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. a band king crimson and that was the double six um formation and um you know of course trey gunn was in that band uh just a um just a little info you know trey worked with steve wilson um, on his grace for drowning album he's worked with guys like um well he did a lot of work with david sylvain and robert fripp and um, King Crimson, obviously, and uh, does a lot of work with uh, Pat Mastelato. Just he's, he's, um, he just has that sound that people are looking for. This one is uh, something he did with John Paul Jones. Uh, obviously, John Paul Jones this was from Zepp, Led Zeppelin, and this is Zuma. This is from the album Zuma.
Yep, John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin with Trey Gunn. Tell me that was an amazing one. That's Zuma from the album Zuma. I think that one came out in 1999. And that was um, John Paul Jones's first solo album after um, Zip, uh, you know, disbanded. And of course, some of that Trey Gunn sounds all over it. And um, well, I'm looking for something else to play by from uh, Trey's catalog. I'm going to put this one on. It's another uh, Crimson tune. And it's uh, Dangerous Curves. It's from The Power to Believe. And just listen to the power this band had. They were just like, um, you know, it, it was like a heavy metal uh, prog band. My favorite lineup of uh, uh, the Crimson Crew.
Okay, that was Dangerous Curves by King Crimson. Um, this one's Sunday all over the world, and this was with Robert Fripp and um, Trey, and um, the name of the band was Sunday all over the world as well. And this tune is um, about four or five minutes long. Catch in, in a few.
Robert Fripp String Quartet with um, Trey Gunn. And um, prior to that, we li- were listening to Sunday All Over the World. And um, 
I just wanted to thank Trey for spending the night with us again tonight. And I'm sure he'll be on again. He's a great guy. I love him. He's um, such a great guy to talk to. He's There's like um, no airs about him. He's just a, you know, he'll tell you whatever you want to know. And um, his music's incredible. He has a great catalog. Make sure you visit the, um, you know, the sites that we were talking about earlier. And um, I'll be back tomorrow morning, actually, noontime Eastern. And um, anyway, have a great night, everybody. Stay safe. And only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Fly on the Wall. There are more great interviews to follow so please list us as one of your favorites and be sure to follow. We are listener-funded. If you would like to assist our Venmo info is New Mexico DJ service. The PayPal info is New Mexico DJ service at gmail.com. Please remember to share our info. Thanking you all.